Hello, everyone. Jane here today, and uh, we're gonna do this like flash question answering. I mean, flash flashing Ra is not our thing. <laughs> Rapid fire. Rapid fire is what he called it. We're stealing yes. this idea from another podcast where they just like answer quickly. He did. He took like he just Googled um, most common weight loss questions and he did like 12 or something. Um, but I thought that we could do something similar and just give our and I actually asked our podcast listeners to submit their questions. And so we just kind of accumulated them all. And we took the most common. So we're going to try and attack five. Ooh, OK. Um, and so please know that we probably would want to talk about every single topic for a full podcast. So we're going to try to keep it At like least. simple, quick, let's go. Um, but please know there's always sometimes more conversations to be had, more data to be had. So just know that this is just us doing it quickly. And you know what? It's, it's hard to even have any, like, that's what I find difficult about the way in which we teach people to lose weight and be successful. There is no quick, easy answer. I it's know. Okay, let's sit down. Let's have a conversation. Let's first of all talk about the language that you're using and the way in which you're asking me that question. It's all and like hate it. I would hate it if I was the people. Same. I remember, you know, when I was overweight and so desperate, I just said, wanted people to tell me, no, stop telling me all those things and tell me exactly what I need to do and when I need to do it. I know. And you know. it's very interesting if we go right. Okay. If you wanted to like the quick, <laughs> easy and easy or whatever, the quick answer of like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to lose weight and it's not working. You're not in a calorie deficit. That's what I would answer. You're not in a calorie deficit. And then it gets all like, say, uh, they don't like that answer, you know? And so, or they have more questions about it, but I'm like, that's why it needs a conversation and it needs more. We need to talk more about it. And we need to know not just how you feel today, but how did you feel yesterday and last week and two years ago? Like there's so much that is worthy of talking about, when it comes to this part of someone's life or journey or yeah, absolutely. And that's why if you are looking to lose weight and you are enjoying our content, you need to become a member in order to fully take advantage of it because then you get access to our courses, like, you know, yeah. our calorie, how, you know, the calorie deficit bootcamp and all of that stuff that goes in deep. Yeah. And, and for me, it's like, why doesn't it just make so much sense to all the humans that weight loss is an experience. Maintenance is an experience. It's not a piece of paper. It's not a program. It's not something you like sign up for. And just because you put in the time, you get it. You know what I mean? Like if I enroll in, you don't just enroll in weight loss and then like, oh, okay, it's going to take you one year. Here you go. Here's your certificate of a hundred pounds. Like that is not how this works. You guys, weight loss, maintenance, changing your lifestyle. That's experience. It's an experience. It's, and, and it needs to be lived. And, um, tons of people are looking for that experience and that whatever in, in pieces of paper in, in like a booklet. Um, and I'm like, like you need to experience your weight loss in order to understand it and actually get the results that our members are getting, which is weight loss and maintenance and, and lifestyle changes and mindset changes. And experience life. Like my last camping trip was my most successful, not because I was in a calorie deficit or whatever, because I showed up in the way that I most wanted to be and most proud of. But how I got there was through time and experience and having conversations and reflecting and all that. So that's how you learn and grow and actually do this is through your experience. And also I, that's my life. I go camping. You don't need to go camping. 
to, yeah, to, I don't need to know how to do that. Yeah. And there's also the piece of the learn uh, the, um, the knowledge, like why, and, and I'm sorry, like there is for sure a knowledge piece that is missing to, with most people that is not allowing them the proper language, the proper mind, like they think that they know everything about weight loss. And I'm so sorry, unless you are living that life of weight loss and maintenance, you have knowledge that you, because you have a certain language that has not allowed you success. And I, if you have lost weight and you have not kept it off, like, is that what you're trying to repeat? The answer is probably no. So that means that there is something that needs to be different than that last time. And we keep holding on to that last time we lost the weight and we were quote unquote successful yet. So you were not successful for me is keeping the weight off. So we need to talk about that. We need to be transparent about that. We need to say it out loud and not I mean, hide and behind even, this, you know? And even as someone who has lost weight and kept it off, I'm still learning. There's still knowledge to come. Oh, you know no. what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, I know absolutely everything. I learned a lot about myself and what I need and what makes me happy and what makes me feel full and what makes me feel yeah. content and, and uh, what mo motivates, that's another one, but what motivates me and what keeps me going. And that's different for me than you and all of the ones that are listening. Um, but yeah, so today we're going to answer a few of your most common questions when it comes to weight loss. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. We'll take turns going first. We did this when Ooh. we did that other podcast. It was good. So you start. Okay, I'll give you the question. So how to stop yo-yo dieting? Stop having a timeline. Okay. So there's no beginning and, and end. There's no like I start and I finish. There's no finish. Um, what do you think a yo-yo diet is? Let's define that first. Like what is a yo-yo diet to you? Like a yo-yo dieter? Is that what you mean? Sure. Yeah. What is a yo-yo dieter? Okay. So someone that joins something or starts something and really focuses on the physical transformation. So really focuses on weight loss. Um, and so gets that weight loss, did not take into account their happiness, their lifestyle, their values, their priorities. Uh, and then um, stops completely, gains all the weight back, uh, lives that life for a little bit, and then restarts that cycle over and over. Absolutely. So your number one tip on how to stop yo-yo dieting is to have uh, no no timeline and no goal weight. No, yeah, no, not focusing on weight loss. That's not what you're focusing on. Weight loss is the byproduct of what you're focusing on. I love it. Yeah. Um, and for me, the, the whole, the, how to stop yo-yo dieting is stop following other people's rules. Stop following a meal plan. Stop cutting your favorite foods out of your life in order to lose weight. Like if you are doing, if you are losing weight in a way that you know, you cannot sustain for the rest of your life, you are yo-yo dieting. You will crash, you will gain it back. And then we just continue that cycle. Yeah. And I, and I mean, it's hard to know, like, would I be doing this for the rest of my life? But if you're looking at your watch and like, when is this over? That is the, the red flag. Because I mean, what I'm doing today, will I do it for the rest of my life? Will I be walking 12 kilometers a day? I don't know. But am I like, oh, when is this over? When is it time to eat? When, it, when, when can I stop walking? It means walking is not the proper exercise for me right now. So you really need to be listening to how you're talking about what you're doing.
Yeah. I guess I should. I should. Eyes at your own thing. Yeah. I guess I should reword it. Is it sustainable? Like, is is what you're doing sustainable? Like, you could do what you're doing for the rest of your life. Maybe you you won't, but could you? Yes, I like that. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. Do you have anything else to say about yo-yo dieting? No, stop doing it. Okay, next. (laughs) Stop doing it. (laughs) Um, Okay, how to stay motivated. This this has to be the probably the number one question asked. And what oh how can I do flash question when it comes to motivation? Actually, that's a live that I want to do right after this podcast on our community groups is about motivation. I love it. And also we have something fun coming up in the in the future. So keep an eye out for that keyword motivation, guys, because yes. we have seen over and over and over that people are asking us this. So we definitely need more than a four minutes to oh my God. talk about motivation. Oh. Motivation should be its own like <clears throat> section of life. Um, okay. So how to keep motivated, stay motivated? Stay motivated. Okay. First of all, not a thing. Yep. Also, what is motivation? Why are you, why is it so important in your journey? Why are you, for me, I need motivation to do things I do not want to do. And you should not be every single day doing things you do not want to do. That is not who you're trying to be. So I'm sorry. It's pretty easy for me to eat my salad every lunch. If you are, every time you're eating something, you need motivation. Like I wasn't motivated to eat my lunch. Then it's not the right lunch for you. Like that's like, I'm not motivated to do this exercise. Then it's not the right exercise today. It really should not require motivation every single day to live your life. Bam. No one stays motivated all the time. No one needs motivation all the time. Like, I'm sorry, you should not. People that you see who are successful in business, in their relationships, in their weight loss. So people look at them, they say, oh, they're so motivated. That is not true. They are, um, they have systems, they have routines, they have habits, and they are showing up in a way that is so genuine to them that it is easy to show up in that way. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, no wonder you couldn't stay. Okay. Oh, oh, I have something. This is why people want to know how to stay motivated leash because they've tried to lose weight in the past and they blame their lack of motivation to not stay on that diet. They're like, oh, I'm going to quit right now because I'm so not motivated. No, you're not motivated to eat what another person told you to eat. That makes total sense. Like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be eating what another person told you to eat. You should be eating what you want to eat. That also goes with your goals and you can figure that out. So I think that I don't need, like you're looking for an answer when really you've created the problem. Like You've created the problem by saying to someone else, tell me what to do, tell me whatever. You've created this problem of you not being able to stay motivated, but you actually went out and looked for the problem. The problem of not being able to stay motivated is because you're following someone else's rules. You're following someone else's footsteps or way to do things. And that's not like you, you can't stay that way. You cannot stay that way. So that's why you can't stay motivated. Exactly. And when, and same thing with exercise, when people say, I'm just not motivated to go to the gym right now. And if you're struggling with that consistency, it's not that you're not motivated. It's that that thing is not the thing for you. Find a different thing. Yeah, exactly. Figure it out is a big part of our words. (laughs) Like you need to figure it out. Like, 
and and you go, you know, okay, so this is what they do. They join something that tells them exactly what they need to do. They lose motivation. So they leave. So they can't stay motivated. So then they're, they're labeling their problem as being, I just struggle staying motivated. That's what they think. Okay. And then once they like get a little pep of like, oh, life kind of sucks. I've gained a bunch of weight. They go and get that problem again. Let's go and try that again. Let's, and then uh, again, so they've, it's just this cycle of, again, you are telling yourself, man, I just can't stay motivated. And that is why society is looking to stay motivated. That's what I am. I mean, we're going to move on, but that, that was epic. I can't wait to get into more deep and dark yeah. into motivation. Oh my God. Whew, motivation. I have so much to say. Okay. Ready. Next one. How to get back on track. So mm. this is for sure. Another one that's asked very often of us. Okay. How do I get back on track? Yeah. The thing, oh, I feel like I'm always answering. Do you want to go and start? I'll, I'll start. Sure. Okay. The first thing I want to, I want to say is why, why are we even labeling it as bad as off track? Because what you need to realize is we're just living our life right now. So, you know, I have moments where I'm off track, but I don't label it as off track. I label it as living my damn life and it's awesome. She likes oh my, my answer. God. Oof, I wish you could see her head. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Like, why are we labeling things? Why are we like, labeling things? Did you see the person that asked me like, um, why is my weight loss so slow? And I'm like, why are you labeling your journey with a speed? Like yeah. imagine the language that's being used. Like, yeah. I never say I'm off track because I'm always on a track. This yeah. is the track I'm on. This is the today's track is this one. <laughs> like, I yeah. Don't, to be honest, like I don't do that. I it's again the language that people use. Um, how to get back on track? It stops saying that you're on a like. Look at the track, and this is the track you're on. I don't know. You're not off it. You're on a track right now. You're it, on a path. Exactly. So let's like reword before we even answer that question. Let's quickly reword it. How or what do you do after you've had a few, maybe a, maybe a calorie deficit meal, a calorie deficit day, calorie deficit weeks, maybe you've had moments or sorry, surplus, you've had a couple of, you know, uh, meals or days, or even a week where you are in a calorie surplus, maybe after vacation or whatever, how do you get back on track? What do you do after that? Oh, you, you're asking me right now? Correct. Because the people want to know, right? Yeah. Um, again, it goes back to what we, uh, talked about last week about staying connected. So every single day I am on a track that day and I put what happened yesterday is what I did yesterday. And so with what's in front of me, what's the track I want to be on today. So how do I get back on track is I look at what's in front of me today and what can I do to feel like who I want to be? It's, c'est pas compliqué là. Um, and, and so what I think though, is that people think that there's a track that is made for them that they can't like, how do I get back on that track? I'm like, what track are you looking for? Get up, drink water and be who you want to be today. Do you want to be the person that moves their body? Do you want to be the person that drinks coffee first? Do you want to be the, like, do you want to be the person that drinks water today? Legit, you guys, this is it. This, there's no magic to, to, to the track. You are on a track. It's the one of today. And and the the day that you decide is the day you're getting back on track. Oh, yuck. 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 What does but, that even mean? You were on a track yesterday. Exactly. The day you decide maybe you want to turn the direction of your track, you want to shift it a little bit, please know that you don't have to move 90 degrees. You need to move one degree to change the direction of your track. So maybe you only drink water that day. 
amazing. But Leash, that comes from, that stems from, oh, I love when I use that fancy word. Uh, this stems from, I don't even know if I'm using it properly, but I'm mm-hmm. pretending like it's, I sound so smart. Rocking it. Um, it, it really stems from the people being on so many diets, being told what to do to feel like they are on track. Yep. And I'm sorry. That's like vegetables for supper, no carbs at night. Like that's the crap that they have in their head. Um, that they've had that that's the language that has been put in their head. The memo has been being on track means this, and that's BS. You guys being on track, you are on track every single day. You're just living your life. So are you on the track that you want to be on is a different question. And that's the conversation you should be having. Bam. I think we should end it there. There's too much to say. That was great. Okay. Ready for the next one? Can we handle it? We got two more. Okay. Okay. How to stop binge eating. It's a big one. Okay. I'm going to go straight to what came to mind is you need to invest in food before that moment. I think that you're trying to invest in strategies and I do believe you need to invest in calories because binging comes from not investing enough in you feeling content and you feeling full. I truly believe that. I think that binging whenever I've binged, I don't I don't even label it as that. Like it's just me eating a lot. I wouldn't even say past hunger. Past hunger, past fullness as well. Yeah. Um, and so I think when I do that, when I stand in the pantry and just like, you know, murder that box of cracker, uh, crackers, I truly believe that that happened because I deprived myself. At another time during the day, whether it's right before or while I was driving and while I was hungry, I didn't eat at that time. I kind of like saved up some of my calories and I did not invest in an extra snack to stop me from binging. That's a great, that's a great tip. Um, right. And, you know, before we keep going, I just want to say, you guys, that binging is obviously a very sensitive topic. Yes. Um, some people do struggle with binge eating disorder. And if you feel like that fits you, you need to go speak to your doctor and, you know, yeah. seek out some um, help. Yeah. Ha- you know, I also want to say that so many of our members struggle with binge eating. And what is binge eating to me could be different to you. And that's just like episodes of eating way past hunger. Some people have episodes every day. Some people have one episode every month. It it depends. And one episode could be for someone could be 500 calories and someone else could be 5,000 calories. So it's very relative. Also, I need you guys to realize that I think it's important that we talk about binge eating, that we talk about these episodes in the pantry while we're murdering crackers for two reasons. One, we need to stop feeling shame around them. We need to realize that this is happening and it's happening to a lot of people. And two, we need to realize that that one little thing is probably could be holding you back from everything you've ever wanted. And it's almost you afraid to, like you said, invest in calories is you're like trying to eat as little as possible. And then it's making you do this. And if you actually just backed up the bus and invested a little bit more, you could work on this habit and actually have that success that you've always been looking for. Absolutely. And I think that having that conversation Mm -hmm. with yourself of why am I ending up in the pantry? Why? Eating all these crankers. Why? Please do not say it's because I'm not motivated. No. Like stop. No. You have, so there's a trigger. So is it hunger or hangry? Is it the fact that you have labeled certain food as bad? 
Yeah. That's um, is it because you have said that there's certain food off limits? So you've said, I will never eat a cracker again. And then you lose it the second that you eat a cracker. Yeah. Um, you know, is it because you um, maybe are lacking a little bit of knowledge? So maybe you think crackers are bad. So the second you eat one cracker, it's over. I've ruined everything, but really you've eaten 13 calories. Yes. When you've at, or even an Oreo, let's say is like whatever, 50 calories or something. Okay. So you eat one Oreo, nothing bad is happening. I assure you. Okay. But then because you've eaten an Oreo and you've labeled it bad and you've already broken the rules, then you eat the whole container of Oreos. Well, now we're at a thousand calories. Yeah. And now this actually could affect your journey. Exactly. You know, or your day, you know, nothing, nothing that you eat or an amount of calories can actually affect your journey other than the language that you're using around what just happened. But I mean, at the end of the day, if you keep doing that and you keep using the same language, people need to understand that they have language that they need to change and not necessarily like their breakfast and their supper time or their evening snack. Like there is the language, language, language. Language. Okay. We ready for the next one? Let next and last. Okay. Okay. Talk about language. Mm. I have a lot to say on this one. Okay. okay. How to say no to temptation. Oh, okay. Oh, I have so much to say. Why are you saying no is my first question. I have questions. I, that's how I always, when someone asks me a question, I, I, I need more information. So for me, it's like, why are you saying no? Mm-hmm. I support you saying no. If this is you chasing who you want to be and you're saying no because you're saying yes to something else, like I understand all of that amazingness and I say no to things that I would love to say yes to, but I'm saying yes to something that I want more than that. Yes. And like, whew. so see how all of that plays a role here. Um, so why are you doing it? So I support you if it's because of who you want to be. Um, not that I'm not supporting you, but I certainly do not want, if you, if, if at the end you will feel deprived, this is not the way to go. Like at the end, if you'll feel deprived from life experiences or from happiness or from, I don't know, like just not you're, you feel like, Oh, I'm on a diet. And that's why I have to say no. Like again, it's a language. You're right. It is. It's the language. And just even the word temptation. Like, yeah, why are you? Yeah, what does that word mean? And you know what? If someone said, How do you say no to temptation? I would actually say, I don't ever say no to temptation. I say no to food sometimes, but I'm not saying no to temptation. I'm just, I'm choosing who I want to be. Yeah, I, I agree. For me, the word temptation, I've never really used that word as well. Um, and I feel like these conversations are really showing us, like I'm noticing more and more how these words, again, the language that the people use when they ask us questions, I'm like, I don't, it's time for you to stop using this language of like motivation and slow progress and, and cravings and binging. And I'm just living my life. Like, and I think this also stems from the idea that certain food is bad. So absolutely. So that stems from the, that stems from the idea that I do, I, in order to lose weight, I have to say no to every single bad food item. That's exactly where that question stems from. Yeah. Um, Oh, I love that. And also it, it comes from every, you know, labeling the food and also diet mentality is you have to say no to, yeah, the food that you love, which is obviously labeled as bad. And then that's why I'm like, I, but I do, 
I don't think of food as temptation. I think of food as food and, and yeah. I have what I want. Like, I yeah. don't. Yeah. So how to say no to temptation? Stop using that word. Erase yeah. your slate of all the rules that you've learned in past diets and say, who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? Do I want one Oreo? Do I want 10? Do I want zero? And just know that you're the boss and your life is full of choices and you get to live with the consequences of all of your choices, but you don't have to say no to anything. You don't have to say no to anything. You say yes to what you want. Bam. And so when it. I say when I say no to uh, my second donut or a donut, it's because I'm saying yes to who I want to be. And maybe I, having a donut is not a part of who I want to be today. Like and that's, that's how I see it. And that's the conversation you have with yourself in your head. You're not going yes. like, oh, poor me. Poor I'm me. on a diet. I can't. Aren't a part of like my plan. No, like it's just no. not a part of who I want to be today. Maybe t tomorrow I'll eat a donut. I don't know. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. <laughs> um, actually talking donuts, I'm going to finish with this because this it's fun. Okay. So I went to Tim Hortons and it was like snack time and uh, Gia was hungry. We were coming home from picking her up and it was snack time. And I'm like, oh, I'd like a snack that is like 200 to 300 calories. Like that's kind of like what I could like, I wanted to like manage. Okay. And I didn't bring anything. And she's like, let's go to Tim Hortons. And Tim Hortons has the calorie count on everything. Yep. When you go inside, it tells you, or probably outside on the menu. I don't know. But when I went inside, I looked at everything and I looked at muffins versus donuts just for fun. I was like, okay, what's happening? A friggin' Boston cream is only 220 calories. I was like, 220? Uh, 220. Yeah. 210 for the maple one. Wow. And then a blueberry muffin was 353, whatever. And I was mm -hmm. like, give me that Boston cream, girl. Yes. Um, so please. Was, I got to have a Boston cream. Drove with my coffee. Like, oh, girl, that's the dream. Lo. That is the dream. Right. And like, I can just imagine someone else being like, oh, I'm going to take the muffin because I can't have a donut because they're labeled a certain way. Um, and then like just thinking I can't have donuts. Oh, girl, you can have whatever you want. Um, and, and that for me is that knowledge piece and the no drama. And like, look at us living our best lives. I mean, best lives are being lived over here, guys. Yeah, we yeah. hope that you enjoyed our rapid fire answers. It was good. We could it have talked good. for hours. Yeah. I mean, we do all the time. Um, okay, you guys, we appreciate you. We really love when you guys share our podcast, especially if you learned some things today or if you're like, man, these questions were fire and I loved their answers because I'm sure that most of you listening were like, I always ask that question, how to stay motivated, how to whatever, how to stop my binging. So share, 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 share. That's how you support us. We love creating free content for you please share it that's how you support alicia and i um Absolutely. okay yes um so tiktok instagram youtube and facebook is your way weight loss or join us like it's time for you to join us and keep yourself connected to our content because we have some good things happening in end of august and september of course we want you to be a part of our program we want you to be a part of our of what we have to offer so join us at yourweightoursupport.com bye guys see ya